What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. So our stage one of moving entire lives from the Bay Area to the Sticks is done. So basically what we did is we got our stuff from the Bay and brought it to the Central Valley. And then from here, we're going to move the stuff to the Sticks. It was just way too much stuff to do all in one day. I am a fan of not having a broken back. So we're kind of taking it at a chill pace. But let me tell you, moving has literally got to be one of the fucking worst tortures there is on earth. It's just stressful. It's painful. It's dangerous. And it seems to never end. But I see a light at the end of the tunnel and we hope to be in our new house soon. And can we just talk about how much a pain in the ass all of this is? They are making it next to impossible for middle class people to own a home. Beyond just the price being so high that it eliminates, you know, what, like 70% of people even buying a home, the whole process is a nightmare. It takes forever and there's so many little fees, well, little as in $700 versus like $12,000 for closing costs. It's just a fucking nightmare. And I think they make it this way to make it extremely difficult for people, to discourage people, to stress people out because they want people in that heightened state of all bad stress. So that's about it for my moving stories. Let's move on. So let's talk about Hunter Biden's nasty ass little laptop. There are over 100,000 texts. There are 128,000 emails. And all of these are hidden in archives and they're extremely difficult to access. There were so many pictures, pictures that he says he thought he deleted. Now, some of the controversial ones is it's more, okay, he's got this young ass niece that apparently are in these pictures naked and giving him a foot job. Yes, you heard me right, jerking this guy off with her feet. And she's a child and she's related to him. So there have been people that saw what jewelry this girl was wearing in these pics slash videos and went and got official pictures of his niece and they were able to match the jewelry. Another interesting thing is there is a picture of Malia, Malaya, whatever, Obama's daughter, her credit card there. And next to the credit card are a bunch of chopped up lines. It looks like cocaine. I'm not exactly sure what the fuck they were doing. And there are also pictures of Hunter Biden fucking a girl that looks suspiciously like the Obama daughter. And at the time these pictures were taken, she was not 18. There are People that have been identified as underage escorts on these pictures is just like fucking I need to bleach my eyeballs after going through some of this. And if you try to post anything about these pictures, they immediately get removed from Instagram. And the excuse they use is nudity. Now, I've seen a lot more pictures that are a lot more risky than some of the shit I got taken off of Instagram the last few days. But, you know, they got to protect Hunter Biden like they've been doing from the start since New York Post broke this article, what, like two years ago? Um, New York Times has just admitted that this is actually Hunter Biden's laptop. So there was over 51, quote unquote, government officials, spies, people in intelligence that tried to say this laptop was Russian disinformation. And they've all been proved wrong. Joe Biden straight up lied about it. So the media is not covering any of that. I know. Shocker. Hmm. 
But I really hope that Hunter Biden is prosecuted for this because there are obvious children and obvious child exploitation material on this laptop. Now, do I think he actually will be prosecuted? Fuck no. The FBI has known about this laptop. They have seen the pictures. They've known about it for two years and nothing has happened to him. So, I mean, even if in some fucking alternate reality world where he does get prosecuted, I guarantee you daddy will just get him, you know, get his sentence commuted or have the next president just grant him his freedom. So I'm not going to hold my breath too much that this fool will be held accountable for these child exploitation pictures and videos. It's absolutely disgusting. Now, I found a lot of them on a website, so I'm not even going to say that website here because I'm not trying to get all drawn into child pornography accusations because I'm not exactly sure the legalities of reposting this stuff. The stuff I have reposted on Instagram shows children. They're completely clothed, but they are not clothed appropriately. There's one where he's trying to get this little girl, she looks maybe like six, seven, to pole dance. There's another one where a little girl is wearing woman's lingerie. So it's just a lot of iffy stuff, a lot of abusive pictures, and nothing's happening to this guy. Now, before we move on from gonorrhea Hunter Biden, I just want you guys to know that Hunter's quote-unquote art gallery received $500,000 in COVID relief and they've got two employees. Yeah, like he fucking needed that money. What about all the small businesses that don't have daddy to get him connections in Ukrainian oil businesses and $50,000 a month salaries? What about the regular people? They were just screwed out of this money because, I don't know, corruption. Hunter Biden needed some fucking more blow and hookers. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. It has to frustrate you guys as much as it frustrates me. Our justice system is broken. There's two different forms of justice. There's rich people's justice and regular people's justice. And it's been like this for a very long time. Maybe the start. I don't know. But I just don't understand why the people aren't angry enough to do something to change it. Absolutely mind-blowing what the people will let government get away with. So moving on to the Great Reset. I don't know if you guys have heard or seen in the news... But Ukraine has now ushered in literally what we've been warning about this whole time with the Great Reset. They are giving their citizens digital ID, a universal basic income, linking their medical records, all to an online app. And all these people have to do is sign up for it. That's it. Sign their life away. But if they do that, the government will pay them money and they're just basically trying to sell it as you will have a lot more convenient time trying to operate here if you use this app. So I, I don't know. I think now the French president is saying they're considering food stamp checks for France and they're kind of saying there's going to be a global food crisis. Now, America, Biden, he hasn't talked about, you know, any food crisis going on yet. But if the president of France is talking about this, Germany has already listed just the very basic staples of food, like cooking oil, flour, sugar, stuff like that. There's going to be a shortage. So that's kind of where we've been going with the Great Reset. So it's like almost like we're at phase two now. They're going to fuck up the supply chains of food and create mass starvation. 
maybe that is this big event we've been talking about that is going to make basically like all of the world cry for a one world government so we can get out of the created mess we're in. Maybe that's what it's going to be because it's definitely looking like food shortages are coming and they may already be in Europe. So keep your eyes open. I just hope that when this all goes down, we hold the people accountable who deserve to be held accountable. But I know that's a fucking pipe dream at this point. Now, let me just tell you a little quote from Klaus Schwab, founder of the World Economic Forum. He said this July 8th, 2020, a comprehensive cyber attack could bring a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, our society as a whole. COVID-19 would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance. So they had this little war game called Cyber Polygon. I've briefly talked about it here a few times, but it was just simulating what would happen if a cyber attack shut down basically the internet for people. And now, coincidentally, I'm hearing the State Department warn that there's going to be a huge Russian cyber attack. So that's always in the works, too. All of this information could just be put out there to keep people in their heightened state of fear. Because, you know, fear, porn, control, all of that lovely information. So moving on to this uh, Supreme Court nominee. Judge, I'm not even sure how to say her name, Katanji Brown Jackson, is Biden's nomination to the Supreme Court. Now, I'm sure everybody's heard about how she goes super easy on literal pedophiles. But check this little bit out. Did you guys know she was the judge in the Comet Ping Pong shooting incident? We remember all that, right? So Comet Ping Pong is like all over conspiracy spots. They're talking about how they're trafficking children. And suddenly a lone wolf nut goes in fires one round directly into the hard drive of the computer, and that was it. And that basically caused the whole Pizzagate conspiracy to come crashing down. Yes, well, Judge Jackson was the person overseeing this case. Let me give you a little statement. She said, The extent of the recklessness of the defendant's actions was breathtaking. She also said she had no reason to doubt that Welch thought, quote unquote, thought he was being helpful, but she continued she could not overstate the concern that other people will see what you have done and be inspired by it. Upon his release from prison, Welch will receive a mental health assessment. He was ordered to stay away from Kong Ping Pong. So does anybody think that's strange? How this judge just happens to be the judge overseeing the fucking setup of comic ping pong shooting. And she's super easy on pedophiles. And now she's going to be in the Supreme Court. These fucking people are all intertwined. They probably all owe each other favors based upon some shady shit they were caught doing. So I just thought that was a very interesting tidbit. It'll be uh, fun to see how much easier she goes on literal pedophiles. In the future, I don't even know if the Supreme Court sees cases like that. Probably not, because they usually get quashed in smaller courts. But yeah, that's that's fun times, right, guys? Pedophiles, yay. So check this out, guys. I know this isn't going to be shocking or anything. It's just more like fucking reason number 73 why the CDC makes me want to roll my eyes and then vomit. But they reported 966,575 deaths from COVID-19 on Friday after it corrected earlier data this week. Check this out. 
They had to reduce the number of deaths in children by 24% to 1,341. They also had to remove 72,277 deaths previously reported across 26 states. And that was including 416 pediatric deaths. They're basically blaming it on a fucking computer glitch. It's like you had the whole country basically losing their collective minds with fear and you couldn't get the data right. Can they do anything right at this point? I mean, the FDA is bought up by a big pharma. The CDC have their head so far up their ass. They couldn't help anybody prevent any type of disease. So it's really falling on the people to do their own research and make educated, reasonable guesses. I know that's fucking asking the moon of some people, but it's extremely important because from the start, we've been seeing the CDC death case numbers were way overinflated. And it's like, what, every six months they have to come out and be like, oopsie, we made a boo-boo. So just don't buy all their bullshit. Please do your own research. I can't stress enough how important that is. And speaking of doing your own research, flashback to June 30th, 2020, when Forbes told people, and I quote, you must not do your own research when it comes to science. Yeah, trust those motherfuckers and we'll see how far you get. So check this out, guys. I came across this article published yesterday in The Defender and it was written by Meryl Nass. But check this out. Pfizer COVID vaccine for kids 5 to 11 fails the FDA standard for 50% efficacy. Now, first of all, reading through the study, it's a complete shit show of a study. There's so many errors, there's data missing, and it's just not representative of the entire U.S. Now, they have one group of kids that are double vaxxed, one group of kids with one vax, and an unvaccinated group. There's no way to check the CDC's calculations because each kid had a unique number of days in which he or she was quote-unquote enrolled in the study, and that was starting two weeks after their second dose. So the unvaccinated would have had to participate for a longer period as they don't have to wait the two weeks until after the second shot to join the ranks of the officially vaccinated. The CDC doesn't explain anything about that. They just kind of gloss it over. So... After the CDC adjusts everything, the vaccine was 31% effective at preventing symptomatic and asymptomatic COVID in this age group. I, I'm just like, are you serious? And that was just, you know, two months after the jab. What about four months? What about at six months? Of course, there's no data for that because they stopped the study. So... Apparently, the media, they're just going to gloss over the fact that the efficacy for 5 to 11 years old is not even above 31%, and that's in Arizona. In New York, at seven weeks, efficacy was at 12% for 5 to 11-year-olds. It very plainly does not meet the EUA standards. So, I don't know. I'm sure the media is going to take that and, like, I don't know, spin it into, this shot is the gift of God and it'll make you immortal, you and your dog. So, like I just said, do your own research, look into the studies, and I know some of them are kind of confusing, but you can usually get the gist of what's going on. And it's like every time I read any type of study or trial data for Pfizer, it's a shit show extraordinaire. No other way to explain it. Missing data, incorrect data, and deceptive data. 
But yeah, welcome to 2022, where big pharma owns our regulatory agencies that are supposed to be protecting us. Fun, right? So let's move on to some Canadian news. Check this out, guys. COVID-19 restrictions are lifting, but the unvaccinated Canadians still can't board planes or trains. So there's still work to do, you guys. That has got to be extremely inconvenient for people, especially people that have to commute to work. They're basically stopping people from doing that. They would have to take their own car. Plane travels out of the question. And it's just like, why are these vaccine mandates still in effect? Meanwhile, following a decline in the COVID-19 cases after the Omicron wave, Canada's provinces are dropping most or all of their vaccine mandates. So basically, unvaccinated people can return to their damn lives. They can go to hockey games. They can go to restaurants and bars with their friends, do normal human shit. But like I said, There is still room to improve, and I know, like, the leaders in Canada have basically reserved the right to throw these mandates back up whenever they damn well please. But I don't know. I I think it's a small victory, but they still have a lot of ground they need to retake from these psychopath leaders of theirs. So now we're going to move on to a little section I like to call Athena's Tips for Surviving the Upcoming Apocalypse. So I have been looking into heirloom seeds. Now, what an heirloom seed is, it just basically means it has not been modified. Open pollinated seeds are specifically what I'm talking about. Now, they're getting super hard to find, you guys. There is like three-week waits for some of the breeds of seeds that I'm talking about. Let me explain what open pollinated varieties actually mean. So OPs are like a dog breed. They will retain their distinct characteristics as long as they are mated with an individual of the same breed. So basically, that means with a little care and planning, the seeds you produce will be true to type, keeping their distinct traits generation after generation, as long as they do not cross-pollinate with other varieties of the same species. There are specific seeds that are really easy for beginners to deal with. Peas, beans, lettuce, and tomatoes are super easy for beginning seed savers. These are annual, self-pollinating crops, and they require little to no isolation. And you only need a few plants to get a reliable source of seeds that you can store. Now, storing seeds is kind of, you know, I guess it's not common sense since common sense is a damn superpower these days. But basically, you want to store them in cool, dark, and dry places, like in a closet, as long as it's not like a damp situation going on. But I think it's probably a good idea just to get a little collection of heirloom-styled OP seeds. I mean, maybe you just do it as like a little weekend hobby or something, but just get the practice down. So when the shit hits the fan, you will know what to do. The problem with that is it takes months to go from seeds to foods you can actually eat. So it's right about springtime as of today. So get on that, you guys. Send me some of your pictures. I'm going to start my little vegetable garden once I'm all settled in the sticks. And I will put some pictures up for you guys to see. But check this out. If you go to seedsavers.org, it's like a whole community and they specialize in heirloom non-genetically modified seeds. 
Go check it out. Do it soon because like I said, there was a week wait, then two. Now it's a three-week wait to get orders fulfilled. So obviously the demand is going up for this type of seed, but I understand why. We're talking about worldwide food shortages. Not everybody has a green thumb, okay? It's going to take some time to get the understanding down of how to do this properly, but it's something that will be invaluable if the shit hits the fan. So check this out, guys. I was basically on the Rebel News channel for YouTube, and they have got great videos of the protests still happening in Canada. And the one I just recently watched was the protest that's happening in Calgary. The police are basically cracking down on the protesters there. They're changing up the rules, just trying to make it extremely difficult for these people to exercise their right to protest. They had to move the protest down to City Hall because basically at this point, they're not allowed to use microphones, they're not allowed to do A, B, and C, and they're finding ways to get around these ridiculous little rules. I hope everybody can see they are literally the government, Canadian Calgary government, are trying to stomp out the right to protest. That's all these little changes are. They're sicking the police on people. And these protests are still going on to this day. The mainstream media is just, of course, ignoring it. But Canadians are still standing up and saying no more mandates. The protests are happening right now, you guys. So support a Canadian. Do what you got to do. Send them some good thoughts. They're holding strong. They're not going to give in to the tyrannical rule of Justin Trudeau's government, even though, as I was saying earlier, some of the mandates have been lifted. They all have not been lifted. And these people in power, their leaders, keep reserving the right to put the mandates back in place. And I think the media may be trying to prepare the public for their next fear porn outbreak. Because I keep seeing reports of either famous people or politicians coming down with the latest fucking taste of the kabobo. So watch out for that because what was it? Jen Paskey's got it. Hillary Clinton has it. It's just kind of spreading like wildfire. But I, I don't think they can scare people with this bullshit anymore because come on. Now people realize that kabobo is really just the flu. You know, I actually forgot to bring this up earlier when we were discussing Gonorrhea Biden's nasty ass laptop. There was a picture of ugly ass Nancy Alien Pelosi's son with a tied up Asian girl doing lines of coke. And everyone's just going to pretend like these pictures aren't happening, that we don't need to investigate it. There's barely any legacy media even talking about the subject. It's just like, let's sweep it under the carpet. So I'm going to keep giving you guys updates on the laptop as information becomes available. Because like I said earlier, there is just a ridiculous amount of stuff to go through. But never fear. There are lots of people working on it right now as we speak. So now we're going to move on to some Moderna fuckery. With biochemical and statistical evidence, it has 100% been confirmed that Moderna created COVID-19. Evidence has emerged which proves beyond a reasonable doubt that the pharmaceutical giant Moderna, the company that has made billions of dollars through the sales of the experimental COVID-19 injection, 
They created this shit. Biochemical researchers did a blast test, which means basic local alignment search tool. So basically, they just broke down this COVID virus from back to front. They did gene sequencing. They did reverse gene sequencing and so on. And that's how they figured out that this patented DNA strand had come from Moderna. Moderna is also the company that was able to develop a COVID vaccine in 48 hours. And, you know, they're funded by DARPA, which is military fucking research. Okay, all of this stuff. I mean, do I have to connect the motherfucking dots for everybody? I mean, I'm sure you guys know what's up because I've talked about this before. But no, it's just, it's without a shadow of a doubt. This thing was created in a lab that military was involved, the CIA was involved, and the part that I'm not sure about is if it was leaked on purpose or if it truly was an accident. And I don't think we will ever learn the truth on that, at least not in our lifetime. But we can keep searching, we can keep hoping for the truth, because eventually the truth will come to light. Hopefully, it comes to light while these motherfuckers are still alive and they can be tried in court and found guilty of treason and crimes against humanity. Now, I'm not sure if you guys saw that ridiculous employees only flyer from Home Depot talking about fucking white privilege. Let's get something straight right now. It needs to stop being called white privilege and be called by its real name. It's called class privilege. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, Asian, whatever. The privileges you get in life are connected to your family, wealth, and status. I mean, I've been talking about it all day, but look at the justice system. The punishment of crimes are directly linked to your class. A crime that would send a poor person to jail for a year would send a rich person to jail for three months. A super rich person, maybe some probation, and probably wouldn't even get it to court. So stop fighting white privilege and start fighting class privilege, because that's what it is, you guys. And they want to divide us on race because that makes us all weaker. So in more dystopian 1984 come to life news, the first man in space, Russian cosmonaut Yuri Gagarin, was stripped of his honors by the Space Foundation, which censored his name, quote unquote, in light of current world events. One of the final steps of the Great Reset is rewriting history. Now, one of my followers, Chill Will, hey, what's up? made a very intelligent comment. He wrote, that's why paper books are so dangerous. You can't rewrite the print. You can only burn them to get rid of the knowledge. And he's fucking 100% on point. The book banning right now going on, it's insane. That's why I keep telling you guys, get yourselves a hard copy book library, paper books, and obviously do some entertainment shit in there like novels, but get important texts like medical texts, history texts, get texts about medicinal plants in your area and edible food in your area. This shit could be invaluable. Now say the shit doesn't hit the fan and we're just being like super crazy paranoid. I think it would just be a good book to have. Go on a fucking weekend hike and see what you can identify in nature. See what's actually around you. I don't know, maybe I'm a dork, but that actually sounds hella fun to me. <laughs> so now I'm going to give you guys 14 reasons why the CIA should be abolished. Okay, get ready for this shit. The assassination of JFK, 
the assassination of MLK, the assassination of John Lennon, creating Islamic fundamentalism in 1979, radicalizing Muslims and creating terrorism, the Gulf of Tonkin false flag for the Vietnam War, 9-11 false flag for quote-unquote the War on Terror and the Patriot Act to bring surveillance state in, running drugs, flooded the inner cities with drugs, MK Ultra torture and mind control of its own people, constant psyops on its own people, child trafficking like the Finders cult and supporting Jeffrey Epstein, creating pandemics like SARS, swine flu, Lyme, and COVID-19 in order to bring in medical tyranny control state and suppressing free energy. I just, I totally get why John F. Kennedy wanted to just abolish and break up the CIA. And, you know, that's probably why he was assassinated for trying to do this. The Bush family has their dirty little fingers in it, and they are an extremely powerful family. And they're all over the CIA. I just, uh, I wish Hollywood would stop trying to fucking hero up the CIA and just tell it how it is. Let's see some stories on reality, what actually happened. Stop fucking covering up for these megalomaniacs. And CIA officers themselves, how the fuck do you live with yourself? You are a traitor to the human race. You are a traitor to the American people. I just, you're disgusting to me and so many other people. I literally don't know how you sleep at night. Now, here's some news that kind of made me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Justin Trudeau was in Brussels. I don't even know why, just to go be a tool somewhere. And he was called out by German MP Christine Anderson. She fucking called it how it is. Anderson says she took the opportunity to give Trudeau a quote unquote appropriate welcome calling it short and concise and hitting the bullseye. Based on Article 195, I would like to point out that it would have been appropriate for Mr. Trudeau, Prime Minister of Canada, to address this house according to Article 144, an article which was specifically designed to debate the violations of human rights, democracy, and rule of law, which is clearly the case with Justin Trudeau. She just basically went on to accuse Trudeau of openly admiring the Chinese basic dictatorship and called out the prime minister for trampling on quote-unquote fundamental rights by persecuting and criminalizing his own citizens as terrorists just because they dare to stand up to his perverted concept of democracy. She ended her speech by telling Trudeau he is a disgrace for any democracy. Please spare us your presence. Can I just say fucking up top to you, girl? You fucking just said to him what all of us have been thinking since he started attacking his own citizens. He is an absolute disgrace and his ass needs to go to China since he seems to fucking admire them so much and live a day, live a week in a regular Chinese person's life where social credit controls your day-to-day -day activities and life. That motherfucker wouldn't last two days there. I promise you. But yeah, once again, up top to German MP Christine Anderson. You're the bomb, girl. So apparently there were more pictures just released from the Hunter Biden pervert laptop, and it confirms what we've all been saying. His niece, who is 14 years old, is in a sexual act, and not even talking about just the foot job, 
There are pictures of her giving him oral sex on this laptop. Now, I want to know, FBI motherfuckers, why haven't you done anything to prosecute Hunter Biden for crimes against children, sexual crimes against his own niece? What the fuck are you guys waiting for? You've had this information for about two years now, maybe a little bit longer, but yet it's crickets. The mainstream media is not covering it. The FBI, Department of Justice, you motherfuckers are not doing your job. You're just fucking waiting to sit around to plan another fucking mass shooting like the one that went down in Vegas. Get the fuck out of here. You are a disgrace just as much as the CIA. Now, this has been confirmed, you guys, by One America's News Network and other actual media, mainstream media sources have confirmed that these pictures are of Natalie Biden, who is the daughter of Hunter Biden's dead brother. So again, I ask, where is the justice for this girl? Where is the quote, me too movement? Where is the media? Nobody fucking cares about this girl and that she was sexually abused by nasty ass Hunter Biden. Nobody's even fucking talking about it. And this poor fucking girl, her head's probably all kinds of fucked up having to deal with that information and having the whole world know that information. I can't even imagine. I think it just kind of just cements the fact that American justice doesn't care about prosecuting pedophiles or sex traffickers. None of the people that Jizz Lane Maxwell sex trafficked girls to have ever been named. They haven't been prosecuted and everybody's already forgotten about that. Yeah, I haven't. I'm still wondering why we haven't prosecuted these fucking sex traffickers. It's probably because they have money and connections, you know, the usual bullshit American justice. I don't know. It's just super frustrating. What what can a person do? I have no idea what the answer is to that. I don't know what we can do. But if enough people start thinking about it and just realizing how fucked up and unbalanced the justice system is, maybe something can be done. But it's going to take this great awakening to happen and people to put their foot down and say, nope, we're not going to play your fucked up rigged little game anymore. So guys, that is about it for this week. I have some fun stuff brewing. I'm trying to fucking just stop talking about this corruption and kabobo nonsense. And I've been fucking around in the CIA vault lately. And I found some really cool documents on astral projection. So I might go into all that stuff coming up. And I got some other military stuff coming up. But I don't know. It'll be out in the next few weeks. Uh, So... I just want to say thank you, everybody, for listening. Texas, I see you guys. You're back in the top three. California, you took back your first place spot. I see Florida and Georgia. You guys came out of nowhere and in the third spot. Thank you so much for downloading. If you have any questions, if you want any of the documents I talk about, or if you have something for me to investigate, hit me up at vanishedinthevalley at protonmail.com. Or you can try the Instagram account at Vanished Athena. Now, I'm only on that account periodically, but if you look at the top, there is a link to my other backup account, which I'm kind of on a little bit more nowadays. I'm not even going to try to explain the name here, so just go to Vanished Athena and check out the link I placed at the top. And go say what's up. Send me a line. Tell me what you fucking have discovered and you need some more digging into. I'll be very happy to look into it.
So that's about it for this week. Like I always tell you, be aware and don't forget your pepper spray. Ciao, ciao.